get the fire stoked and blowing nice and warm in here. So blessings and blessings. Bye, Carter. See ya. Mwah. Not sure what to think. Well, how was your week? Interesting. Quiet. Quiet. Yeah, the grandkids. Some of the grandkids are gone, and uh, we we made our way to the airport in the snowstorm and back, and they got delayed until about eight o'clock at night, and so their flight was at four, supposed to be, but uh, they made it home safe. And um, we praise the Lord for that. Well, we're going to look at uh, worry tonight. You worried? Why stress when you're blessed? And we're going to look at the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter number 6. Um, you know, this day and age in which we live, it's easy to worry about things that we have no control over. And I'll speak for myself, because I can't speak for you. Uh, but in light of things going on in the world, we, we tend to get upset over hearing things and seeing things and watching and not being able to do anything. But the Lord has a cure for worry, and that's Him. He's the, he's the cure for whatever ails us. And, uh, you know, we're going to look in chapter, we're not going to read the whole thing, but just one verse, verse number 11, give us, chapter 6 of Matthew, give us this day our daily bread. Father, we do thank you for what you send our way. Lord, we thank you for each precious soul that's here tonight and those that are tuning in. And Lord, help us to overcome this idea of worry and learn to trust you through the circumstances of life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know, there are principles that are found in the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer, that we should live our lives by, you know. And when we think about the difficulties that we face, uh, boy, we off, oftentimes feel helpless. We feel like, what can I do? It's overwhelming. And um, I don't know if you've watched any of this uh, trial that's been going on for President Trump. Uh, it, it's, it's maddening. It's maddening. It's, it's, it's really upsetting the fabrication of, of things that are being purported, and yet it doesn't apply to them on the same token. And so what we have to learn to do, though, is nothing, nothing sneaks by God. You know, we think, well, you know, this one's another one that's going to get swept under the carpet. Nobody's going to suffer persecution or nobody's going to uh, be justly taken care of. But ultimately, God's going to take care of his own, and he's going to take care of those that are against him. Um, the petition that we re read tonight, give us this day our daily bread, you know, when you think about the, the children of Israel as we're going back in history, as they crossed over into the promised land, uh, they were hungry before they got there, and they said, 
they blame Moses for all the problems that they were facing. Lack of water, lack of direction, lack of food. And the Lord gave them enough to eat for what? A month? For a week? No, for one day. For one day. What happens if they gathered more than they were supposed to for that day? Worms, it rotted, it stank. And so we have to learn to rest in the promises that he's going to take care of us today. He's going to take care of us this moment until he comes back. And uh, we can't rely on yesterday's successes. Uh, we can learn from them. We can't live in tomorrow's future, in the future that God has for us. We have to learn to rest in the Lord today. Give us this day our daily bread. And so uh, there's a couple of guys that were working the stock exchange. And the guy, you know how the stock exchange works. They're worrying all about making money. And uh, one guy says, I don't worry about it anymore. I pay a guy to worry for me. Sounds good. He says, oh, well, how much do you pay him? He says, I pay him $100,000 to worry for me. He says, $100,000, that's a lot of money. H how are you going to pay him? He says, that's his worry. <laughs> you know, we worry about things in life. And, uh, you know, when, when it comes to worry, we look at Philippians 4, verse 6. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by what? Prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known unto each other? No, to God. Why? Because God is the only one who can take care of our stress, our burdens, our problems. And so Jesus, when he says to pray, give us this day our daily bread, he's teaching us that God wants to meet every one of our needs. Man, that's heavy because sometimes it feels like, Lord, I need you now. I need you to take care of my needs now. And he, again, reminds us, and I reflect on the word of God, that he says, just be still, just be patient, just trust me, just learn to lean on Jesus. We don't have a habit of leaning on Jesus, do we? We have a habit of leaning on our own selves and um, you know uh, Philippians 4:19. a little bit later in that book in Philippians chapter 4 uh, he says my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus in glory uh, in by Christ Jesus so when you think about God's not broke he's not even sick he's not even tired are you tired of shoveling? And then Blanche, you're not tired of shoveling, are you? <laughs> she, she shovels. She still shovels, probably. <laughs> but we all, you know, we get more snow. More snow. Here we go again. Well, that's okay. It just is a reminder that he washes our hearts white as snow. I know. I know, Addie. She loves what? She takes videos and she's videotaping. Oh, isn't this great? No. Actually, this morning it was very light. It was nice. And just push the snow around a little bit and it's good. 
but do you know God will meet all of our needs? No matter what that need is, he will give us what we need, not what we greed or what we, our greed is. And um, the things that we want or not necessarily that we need. We think what we need is what we want. But God says, no, I'll give you what you need. And he wants to meet us at our need, not our greed. So the petition in here, in this passage of scripture, it teaches us we must live one day at a time. You can't live tomorrow today. You can't worry about tomorrow's problems today, although we try to. Uh, my dad, he, he taught me, I don't have a list in my pocket now, but he lives his life by lists. He's left some lists when he stayed at the annex. There was some lists over there. And I thought about um, calling him up and saying, hey, Dad, I got your list. But I said, let's keep it a secret right now. And he never asked for it, so he made a new list. That's I know, I know him. He made a new list. But we can't live tomorrow's list today. We have to live today's problems or list. And so Jesus didn't say we're to pray, give us our yearly bread, monthly bread, or even our weekly bread. He said we're to pray, give us this day our daily, our daily bread. When's the last time you met with the Lord? Oh, this morning. Yeah, this morning, this day, all day, we've been talking to the Lord, been maybe not verbalizing, but at least in our minds, we've been praying about the situation in our country, the situation in our church, and the situation with families. I mean, praying for those that are out of pocket, out of God's will, praying for those that are wayward, praying for those that are wandering. Deuteronomy 33:25, thy shoes shall be iron and brass, and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. And the Lord's going to take care of us. Uh, you know, all the years that they wandered in the wilderness, the Bible says that their shoes didn't wear out. Now, they didn't have shoes like we have. They had sandals. But their shoes and their clothes didn't wear out like ours do. I mean, I, I will buy a new pair of shoes, and by the time I get to the car, they're worn out already. Haven't even put them on. And I told my wife today, I said, boy, I love these boots. These boots are great. I love the boots that I have for the winter. And I went to tie them the other day, and one of the eyelets went flying. That's okay. I still like these boots. Don't, don't mess with my boots because it keeps my feet warm. But can you imagine for 40 years having the same boots, same shoes, the same sandals? And, um, you know, God will give us strength to meet each day he gives us to live and um, nowhere in the Bible does he promise tomorrow strength today he gives us enough for today well that's good to know we have to rest in today we have to rest in the Lord we have to trust the Lord and um, sometimes we we look um, and say man I need some more strength today you ever run out of gas in a car the only time I've ever run out of gas, well, it's a couple of times, it's either when my kids got their driver's license or when I got my driver's license. I, the only time I ran out of gas with my dad in the car, he said, did you put gas in the car? Uh, no. And just about that time, the car started to... And we learned a valuable lesson. Don't let the car get below 
the red line. And, um, you know, when you run out of, of power every day, I mean, when we run out of power, you never lose the Holy Spirit. You're saved forever, but you kind of feel run down spiritually. You need to have that. Paul said, I need to be renewed day by day. Exodus 16, verse 19, Moses said, Let no man leave of it till morning, talking about manna. Notwithstanding, they hearken not unto Moses. Now, if somebody told you something, now, I, I know you're not as stubborn as the children of Israel. You're not that stubborn. Notwithstanding, the Bible says in Exodus, they hearken not. They didn't listen to Moses. Moses said this, don't take more than you need for today. That's all God promised. is enough for you to take care of today. To take care of you today. But some of them left, it, uh, left of it until the morning. And it bred worms and stank. And Moses was wroth with them. He was angry. He was upset. You didn't listen. Now, switch that to the Lord. The Lord gives us instruction. The Lord gives us his word. The Lord gives us his spirit. The Lord gives us a lot of different variables for us to pay attention to. And he says, you didn't listen. You didn't pay attention. You're not hearkening unto my word. And uh, like the Israelites, when we take on tomorrow's needs today, oh, I don't know if God's big enough to take care of tomorrow. That's where we get, I don't know. Uh, my problems are big. I don't know if God can take care of tomorrow. So, Lord, we're going to just stockpile today's blessings. Daily, he loadeth me with benefits, right? Daily. So we don't know what tomorrow. Take no thought for thy life. It's just a vapor that appears for a little time, then vanishes away. We don't want to say today or tomorrow we'll buy and sell and get gain, go into a certain city and dwell there for a little while and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow tomorrow comes and guess what God meets us there he's already there for us he's already in tomorrow did you know that uh, Lord I don't know if I want to face tomorrow didn't we just sing a song about that I can face tomorrow well the early days of flying a pilot was flying around the world in a small airplane and some thousand miles out to sea, he heard something that sounded like a gnawing sound. And he knew that there was a rat or some kind of an animal on the plane that was gnawing on the wires of his plane. He knows that rats, or whatever animal it was, are terrestrial. In other words, they, land, they are land dwellers. And so he climbed up to about 20,000 feet. When he landed at his next destination, sure enough, Underneath his seat, they found a dead rat. That rat couldn't survive at a high altitude. Did you know that's how we have to face life when we have problems that are gnawing on us? We have to climb to heights and get close to the Lord and let him deal with our problems. And he'll kill it. He'll take care of it. And, you know, if, if we don't, this pilot, if he didn't let that... Uh, think of this on his own or climb to a higher place that would have destroyed his efforts it would have made his plane crash into the ocean and that that rat of worry and uh, we must let our worries go to a higher atmosphere Isaiah 26 verse 3 
thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee because he trusteth in thee. That's a good verse to memorize. Highlight. Put up on your wall. Why? Because we need to trust the Lord. Rather than enjoying just today, most of us worry about tomorrow. See people worrying about the stock exchange, the stock market. It's like this. High highs and low lows. And if you've got GameStop, well, maybe you've got a little winnings, but it's not going to last for very long. Lay not up for yourself treasure on earth. Why? Because moth and rust and thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourself what? Treasure in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust nor thieves break through and steal. Nobody can break into heaven and steal the streets of gold. Gold appeals to us. That used to be the, the signature thing for rings. Some of you have gold rings. Uh, one of my rings at home, I'm not going to tell you where it is. But this one's not gold. Gold is a precious metal, but in heaven, that's what they use for making streets. I just want to drive the machine that fixes the potholes. The gold potholes. Not that there's potholes in heaven. You know, when you think about what God... The precious things here, the things, the, the diamonds, the, the amethyst, all the different precious stones, that's what the walls are made of. Streets are made of pure gold, a crystal sea, fruit trees that bear 12 types of fruit. don't know what kind of fruit. It's going to be a unique fruit, I'll tell you that. And so God wants us to enjoy life. I think he wants... His people, he wants all people happy. When you look around, do you see a lot of happy people? Or a lot of grumpy people? Well, not here. I'm not talking about now. <laughs> but when you look and you see all the miserable people in the world, oh, it makes you, misery loves company and, oh, we're just miserable like they are. Wait a minute, we've got a hope. We've got help. We've got joy. We've got peace that passes all understanding. And we should be happy, but sometimes we're too stressed to be blessed instead of too blessed to be stressed. And I think he wants, God wants us to enjoy our lives, our families, our jobs, our income, everything, our purpose in life. The Bible says God's gift to us uh, is riches, Wealth and the power to eat thereof, Ecclesiastes 5.19. Every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth and hath given the power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God. I was thinking about the, the college or the freshman 20, 15, the freshman 15. Kids go to college, they... Wow, away from mom and dad and those home-cooked meals, and they start eating a lot of carbs. Well, now we're in the COVID-20. We've been sitting around, and we're not really exercising much. You can't go around and talking to people, and so now we've been just vegging. And God says, listen, let me be your source. Every man, the Bible says, also in whom the, or to whom the Lord hath given riches and wealth and hath given him power to eat thereof, and to take his portion, 
and to rejoice in his labor, this is a gift of God. It's good to know that God's the, the one in control. We just have to relax a little bit and say, okay, God, help me to take my hands off the steering wheel. I, I don't know if I trust electric cars to drive themselves yet. They got a button on certain ones now that you just have to put auto, push autopilot. It drives itself. Jay, I don't know about you. They got these buses that drive themselves in California. Now, I need a driver there. If it's not, I'm going to drive it. I, I, I need somebody in control. I never can rest in the passenger seat. If we were driving for 24 hours straight to Missouri, I never slept. If I'm not driving, you know why? Maybe it's a man, man thing, I don't know. I gotta be in control. I gotta be driving. May not be the greatest driver in the world, but I gotta be in control. Well, why don't we transfer that to the Lord in our spiritual walk? Lord, I want you to be in control. Did you ever feel like you're out of control? Oh no, what do we do? Sometimes we overcorrect. Sometimes we don't react properly. And the same thing is true spiritually. We have to react in the right way. Give us this day our daily bread. Psalm 118 verse 24. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. To win over worry, we must live one day at a time. Uh, secondly, we must give God the little things. We must trust him with the little things. Sometimes we say, why bother God with the little things? But I think he wants us to come to him with the little things. Telling us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. He's teaching us that our Heavenly Father cares about the intricate details of our lives. I like what that video said last week. Our bodies didn't just happen to fly together and now here we are. We just oozed out of a slime pit as a amoeba, and now we grew tails, and we swung from trees, and then we lost the tails and walked upright. But what I like is that we were created, unique, special. Now we're part of the race, the human race. All of us are unique, but we all have eyes. We all have noses. We all have ears. They may not function like we think they should, my eye but we're all created in his image I mean it's amazing I thought about the appendix the other day what purpose does it serve I mean it, it has to have a purpose maybe there was pipes going to be added on later maybe there's going to be something that he was going to modify us later I don't know but God in his design he had to be a a supernatural designer it was in the mind of him before he created Adam and he spoke it into existence and he formed Adam he made Adam and um, when you think about uh, God only caring about big things oh no he cares about the cells in our body he cares about each one of us as individuals he knows us by name you know what 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, right? Casting all your care on him, for he cares for you. 
See, the problem is we don't cast our care on him. We, we only cast the big things. We don't want to bother him with the little things. But God cares about us as individuals. He cares about our problems. You know, when our kids would come to us with a problem when they were little, I remember Ashley, she was in public school for a little while. She had a wonderful, I think it was a second grade teacher, something like that. And she had these, uh, oh, it was kindergarten. She had these uh, charts in that classroom that if they did something wrong in the classroom, they had to move their warm fuzzy. It was a little popsicle stick with a warm, with a fuzzy thing on it, with two eyes. And she would come to the car with her paper and she would be dragging her feet. She said, I had to move my warm fuzzy today. <laughs> your warm fuzzy? What did you have to move your warm fuzzy for? I didn't listen. And it was funny. You know, we kind of chuckled a little bit, but sometimes that's what happens in our life. I, have to war- I had to move my warm fuzzy. I, I wasn't listening. I didn't listen to the Lord. And Psalm 91, verse 1, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And so, uh, you know, God wants us to rest and trust and, and be still and, and know that he's in charge. But when we get our focus, just like Peter, when we get our focus off of what's really important, staying close to Jesus, we start to sink. And so... We, we just have to learn to trust him more and more. The, the bigger the problems get, hey, know that God's in control. You know, he hasn't left us like he would his children. He hasn't left them begging bread. He fed them with manna. He fed them with something they had never seen, tasted, touched, gathered. He, he fed them with something so unique, so when we're still, he's going to show himself mighty through the circumstances that we're going through. You know what? He's either going to take us out or take somebody out one of these days. And I think it's closer than ever. God has so blessed us that we become like the Israelites. God miraculously provided manna in the desert. First, you know what they did? They stopped thanking him. They stopped talking to him. They started grumbling about the blessings. What are you thinking? Looking back, talking to the Israelites, what are you thinking? God blessed you. God took care of you. But they stopped thanking him. They quit asking him for his provision of daily bread. And you know what? They got disgruntled. They said, we want meat too. Isn't that how we are? I, I'm not satisfied. Lord, I, I'd like to have a car. Oh, I'd like to be a Cadillac. Lord, I want it to be a black Cadillac. Lord, I want it to be a new car. God says, here, I'm going to give you. And even in light of what they said, they grumbled, they complained. He gave them quail. I like what the verse says. Um... Numbers chapter 11, verse 6. But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all besides this manna before our eyes. So all we got is manna. We're sick of it. Chapter 11 verse no, uh, of Numbers and verse number 18. 
And I'll say unto this people, Sanctify yourself again against the tomorrow, and ye shall eat flesh. For ye have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying, Who shall give us flesh to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt, therefore the Lord will give you flesh, and ye shall eat. That's good enough right there. He's going to give you flesh to eat. He's going to give you something. Verse number 19 is kind of humorous. He says, Ye shall not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days, neither ten days, nor twenty days, but even the whole month, until it come out at your nostrils. <laughs> and it be loath, loathsome unto you, you're going to hate it, because that ye have despised the Lord which is among you, and have wept before him, saying, Why came we forth out of Egypt? What purpose did you bring us out here? He says, I'm going to give you some meat, and it's going to come out your nose. He's going to give you so much meat, it's going to come out your nose. Now, I, I just can't fathom that. It's funny to think about, uh, but it's disgusting. He gave them so much food that it was coming out their nose. You know, we're blessed above all people. I mean, we have more blessings than we know what to think about. Blessings come out our nose. We don't even realize it. We have more blessings than, than the poorest wor of the world. We have most of the world's blessings are because we trust the Lord. I will bless them that bless thee. Um, God wanted the Israelites to depend on him, just like he wants us to depend on him. See, the problem is we don't. We say we do, but we don't. We're worrisome creatures. And Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Uh, and he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. And so trusting God for our daily needs, it humbles us. Because, once again, we're not in control. I relinquish control, Lord. I'm trusting you. And we have to pray about our daily needs because the material affluence can create pride. Look what I did. I didn't really need God. I mean, I prayed, but no, no, no. When we stand back and let God do it, it's all him. It's all him. It's not us at all. And so, uh, you know, he... He wants to bless us above and beyond what we could ask or think. And I like those verses. He wants to test our faith. He wants to strengthen our faith. He wants us to exercise our faith. Psalm 10, verse 4, the wicked, though the, uh, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. And we see that. There's an arrogance about people that are prideful. God is not at all in his thoughts. And I think one reason that we need to pray and thank God for meeting our daily needs is we tend to forget God's blessings. He gives us intellect, talents. Thank God that I don't have the talent of singing. My dad said this many years ago when my kids were little. America's Got Talent was first coming on. He says, I don't ever want to find my grandkids on America's Got Talent or American Idol, whatever it was. Either one of them. Now it's the singer without a, with a mask on. 
Uh, what? Strange. Strange times. James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So praying daily for the needs that we have uh, keeps things in proper context, doesn't it? I mean, once a week we get together, and I've missed the times that we didn't get together. I don't know if you did. It's, it's different when you're watching online and you're not here in person. I mean, you can watch in your pajamas. You can be there and eat your cereal for supper, and you can do whatever you want. But it's different not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. It's, it's a wonderful thing to get together with God's people. And praying daily for our needs. To win over worry, we must live day by day. One day at a time. There's a song that says that. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all, we're, that's all we're guaranteed is just the breath that we breathe. And so when we think about the Lord's Prayer or the model prayer, we get close to the Lord and we just listen. We stay close to Him and we listen. We work until Jesus comes and we listen and we watch and we wait and we warn and we tell people about Jesus. He is coming back. All accounts and all evidence point to Jesus coming back very soon. I can't wait. Get worried about things, get uptight over things. You know what? Jesus is going to take care of everything. He's going to take care of us. He has up until this point. And so we're going to have time for prayer in just a minute. Let's pray right now. Father, we do thank you for your goodness. Lord, help us. Help us not to worry, but help us to trust. Help us to lean and learn to lean on you in this difficult time in which we live. And Lord, help us to look forward to Jesus coming soon, the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, thank you for a place to serve you. Thank you for people to serve you. And Lord, just thank you for placing me in this ministry. We love you. We thank you for your word. And Lord, as we lift our hearts up to you, in prayer requests tonight. Lord, we know that you're going to take care of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.